Welcome back to Talk the Talk with your girl Anita Love. And I'm coming to you from that Ruins, Louisiana. Thank you, thank you, thank you for you guys' attention. The president election results Biden wins. Kamala Harris as VP, first Asian African woman. It's just so, um, it's just a, it's an amazing feeling. Um, Joseph R. Biden Jr. was elected the 46th president of the United States on Saturday. Mr. Joe Biden defeated President Trump after winning Pennsylvania, which put his total of electoral college votes above the 270 he needed to clinch the presidency. He won 279 to Trump 217, remaining 42 votes still standing. Um, Trump uh, is not happy with it. Um, in Georgia, they are doing a recount, and it will be because of the small margin between the candidates. The Secretary of State did authorize a hand recount of the presidential election in the state of Georgia. Um, so that is going to happen. Um, I, I'm trying to be as respectful as possible um, in regards to all of this. I'm very disgusted at the same time um, of the outcome. Um, Biden popular vote lead surpassed 5 million, putting him at 3.4 percentage points ahead of Trump. Now, this is significantly larger than Hillary Clinton's 2.9 million, 2.1 point margin in 2016. But Biden won. Um, and that's just the bottom line of it. Now, because they, even before they actually called Pennsylvania, Trump had already said that there were voter fraud and that the, the Republicans, uh, um, People weren't able to see the count and wasn't able to be as close to the process as possible. Um, with no evidence of fraud and trying to find a way to discredit this the democracy of this country, voter right, is just, it's so, it's so disgusting. Um, and to see that Fox News supports it, to see that um, Laura Ingram actually supposedly did an interview with someone that would not show their face that said that there was a Kamala Harris ban in the parking lot that had envelopes and I couldn't really make out exactly what else they were saying but said that they weren't going to go for it and that they were going to speak up for it. The fact that people actually believe that you had states that were run by Republicans that had no evidence, nothing was reported of fraud, would let someone like 
little old Democrats commit voter fraud in their state and people actually believe it baffles me. This is what's even more crazy to me. There were evidence that Russian interfered with the 2006 election and the Republicans were not outraged. They were not frustrated. They were not disappointed. They were not disgusted. They were not humiliated. They defended this man. They made excuses for it. And the fact that nothing has even been proven, nothing even come close to the theories and the lies and the stuff that Trump and his supporters are spreading, it, it, I, it just hurts to know that this country would do anything just to win at any cost. They will step on anybody. They will lie. They will deceive. And it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to be a part of this country knowing that this is what we come to. Now, I had to digress because I promised myself that I would not give that man and his supporters any acknowledgement, any attention, because it's embarrassing. It's disgusting. Um, but it just hurts because as a black woman, I know what it feels like to be discriminated against. I know what it feels like for a police officer to throw you on the ground and handcuff you and drag you and then go in the court of law and lie and then turn around and have to eat that crow because the evidence that they claim they had all of a sudden disappeared when people start speaking up and the truth start coming out that these people lied. It, 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 it's hurtful to know that you work with people that you thought respected you as a black woman, but it's complicit in supporting someone that speak and spew racism. And the fact that people keep saying, I'm not racist, I'm not racist, I'm not racist, I'm not racist, but still support someone that is clearly racist, but just never said it. And then I was watching on CNN where they asked, you know, some Republican people, you know, spokesperson for the Republican House, the White House, you know, if Trump came out and said that he was racist, would you condone it? And no one could flat out wholeheartedly just step up and say no. There were hesitation. That was, oh my God, I'm not going to put a bunch of hypothetical. People do hypothetical questions all the time. So it baffles me that you have a country that's divided, where you there are plenty of people that feel that this is a racist, this is a bigot, this is a hatred, this is a bully. And you don't care that this is what this country see and feel and think because you want to use whatever platform you can for clout to get your name out there to 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 get yourself in a higher position that's so that's disgusting to me um i will thought that who you are as a person how you carry yourself being honest being loyal being truthful being a good person having a kind heart i always thought that those are the things that matter i always thought that in the end that that's how you want to be remembered, regardless if someone wants to tarnish your name, regardless if someone wants to lie on you, regardless if someone wants to paint this picture that you're a liar, you're a cheat, or whatever. The fact that every time they see you, you speak well, you're respectful, you show manners, you don't condone racism, you have no problem with speaking up and, and you know, denouncing racism and KKK. I, I always thought that those things would matter. But in this country, it doesn't. 
What matters is who has the most power and who can support white supremacists and people killing people and people lying and people discrediting people's work and what all they've done. You know, I'm not a saint, but through this, all the stuff that have happened, when you look at the George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Arbor, when you look at the different incidents that have recently happened that have affected so many of us, black and brown people and Asian people and white people and Latinos, it's hit so many people across this country. When you look at everything that has happened across this country and how much pain and anguish and frustration that it is, I've realized that so many people up that were white that I thought truly wholeheartedly respected me, wholeheartedly cared about me. I thought these were good people that actually cared about us all, not about the bottom dollar, not about what Republican taxes is. But I realized that if you're okay with voting for someone that has a problem with denouncing KKK, you don't care about me. <laughs> you're not my friend. You don't support me. You don't care about how I hurt or what my suffering is. And so I had to denounce them. You know, I have a plethora of people in my family. You know, there's Indian in my blood. And we have mixed babies and, you know, uncles married to, you know, women of other races. And to not be affected by the things that have been said and things that have been done it just shows the lack of love and kindness in this country. And anybody that supports that type of behavior has no place in my life, has no place around me. And so I can't change the thought process, the heart of this country, the mindset of this country. I can't change it. I just would like for the country as a whole individually to search within themselves and ask themselves, why do y'all hate people that have never truly done anything to you? You know what I mean? Like, as a black woman, if I judge every police officer or law enforcement officer by the ones that affected me and traumatized my life at 18 years of age, I wouldn't be able to trust any law enforcement I would never give into the state trooper every year. <laughs> you know, I would never respect them. I would never go against violence against them. I wouldn't have any relationship with the people in my family that are law, law enforcement officers. So I can't judge all by some. But if you condone any of the violence against any of it, you're just as complicit. And so I don't know how to ignore one. I don't know how to say, yeah, they're not a racist, but they support the Republicans because the Republicans tax bracket. I don't know how to do that. And because of who I am and the way I stand and the way I move, I won't do it. I worked with a white woman who I had the utmost respect for. I worked with a couple of white women that I had the utmost respect for. And there are plenty of times I've sat and listened to other black women talk about them in a negative manner and 
say ugly things and call them outside of their race. I didn't support that. I didn't condone it. My exact words were, that's not right. Don't do that. I don't see it that way. I spoke up because that's what you do. You don't sit there and make it okay for people to do this. And if you hear someone make a racist comment, you hear someone that have a hard time denouncing KKK or white supremacists, you speak up. You say something. You don't support it. And I've noticed through all of this, people that I thought I was cool with and that I respect have been very silent. But not silent enough because your silence have told me everything that I needed to know about you towards me. And with that, like I said, there's no place for you in my life. And you'll be okay because you don't need me. You're good. And if this is the kind of country that you want, I just wonder sometimes how would white people that hate black people so much be able to function in a country with just them? Because <laughs> if you hate us, and majority of us don't even know you, have never done anything to you. I wonder how long it would take for you to get tired of your own race and what you would do. You know, you have to be mindful of how you treat people. You know, I always believe, and I was taught this when I was younger, God have a way of humbling people, even the ones that don't believe in God. I've been humbled quite a few times in my life myself, I must say. But this world needs a lot more kindness. I'm praying for better. I believe in better. And I think that President-elect Joe Biden and Kamala, Kamala Harris are the best people to fit to help make change. And I know it's going to take time. I know it's going to be a lot of hard work going to be very tiring but I think that those are the two people to make it happen and I'm going to tell you why I supported these two people these two people had issues made were certain things that they were a part of in through their career with Joe Biden having a drug um, bill that ended up affecting so many black and brown men and women having them incarcerated right and Kamala Harris was accused of prosecuting so many black and brown people. And people only looked at the ugly side of what Kamala Harris did. Nobody looked at the fact that she built a program to help get these people, think, get it kicked out, put these people in programs, help these people get a job. Then look at none of that. But she took accountability to the fact that the system was flawed. And it needed to be fixed. And she recognized that it needed to be fixed. And that's why she came up with a way, a reform to help change it. Joe Biden took accountability. Said at that time, crime was bad. Drugs was horrible. And they needed to do something. And although that bill didn't fix the problem, that was the outcome of what the intention was. But Joe Biden was the only, wasn't the only person that that bill that failed. You had the judges. You had the prosecutors. You had the DA. These people were the ones that were sitting and observing these cases. So they could have heard the cases. 
and they could adjust it accordingly. They didn't. And not only that, if these people committed these crimes, not saying that it's okay for these people to go to jail for excessive life, for excessive time, excessive time that wasn't necessary. I'm not saying that, but if you committed the crime, how can you get mad with someone for you committing a crime? And if the crime didn't fit the time that was given, then the judges failed too. But I said all that to say this. These are two individuals that took account and said, yeah, I played a part in this bill. Yes, I prosecuted a lot of people. Yes, the system is flawed. Yes, the bills let down a lot of people. But I vowed to change it, to fix it, to make it better. He didn't blame it on other people. He didn't say it was the judge's fault like I did. She didn't blame the judges. She didn't say, oh, well, did, did they commit the crime like I did? They said, I recognize that there was a problem. And it needs to be fixed. It needs to be changed. It needs to be reformed. They took accountability. And that says something to me. That speaks volume to me. And, you know, there are so many people that don't have to agree with my stance on things. I've lost um, support from people. And some people have lost support of me. Not that I matter to these people. Um, but when I hear things about what Obama did and Trump did more for the black community than Obama. And to me, that sickens me because Trump has spent four years of his term dismantling, tearing apart, destroying, deleting what Obama have done. He took credit for these clemencies of getting people out of jail when former President Obama is the one that created it. But no one's talking about that because Obama didn't have Kim Kardashian's of the world cheerleading on Instagram about the clemency he gave to over a thousand or so people. So I just say, I'm praying. I'm going to be as patient as I possibly can. And I'm going to have to, I have to keep that hope alive and that anything is possible because if I don't, that I'm no better than the people that spew and hate and violence in this country and then pretend like they're not. Again, President-elect Joe Biden and first woman, Kamala Harris, I'm just, the emotions that I feel when I say Kamala Harris along with Joe Biden is just, I, I, I words can't explain it. I've cried so much because lately I've been a crybaby. Been a big crybaby. But I'm just so amazed and so proud of what this country can do if we stick together. Now, I don't condone the big groups that have been cheerleading and celebrating, but they did wear masks. And although I do know that it's going to be an uproar of increase in numbers, they did wear masks. And for that, I'm happy. I'm not going to keep going, you guys. But stay true to yourself. Do not let anyone else stop an opinion to say who and what you think of yourself. Continue to push to be better every day than what you were the day before. When they go low, we go high. Let your family and friends know that you love them because tomorrow ain't promised to any of us. If you support this country, 
and you love this country, then push love and push kindness and push change and let's be patient with the president-elect and vice president, Kamala Harris. Let's be patient. And let's show more love and more kindness and more support. That's my time. Peace and love.